Hi geographers and welcome to the latest episode of the Mayfield Geography podcast with me, Mr Randall. In today's episode we will be discussing hot deserts, so we'll be looking at the distribution of hot deserts, what the characteristics of hot deserts are like and how plants and animals have adapted to survive there. So first things first, we need to think about what is a hot desert. And a desert is an area that receives less than 250 millimetres of rainfall per year. This results in a dry, arid condition, which is the main controlling factor of desert life. Temperatures in summer months of hot deserts can reach in excess of 50 degrees Celsius. So the, the climate we're thinking in hot deserts is very, very hot and can be very dry. So deserts, where are they located? They are located around 30 degrees north and south of the equator. Um, So this is where we would find the Sahara Desert, the Arabian Desert, the Thar Desert in the northern hemispheres, as well as the Nabib and the Great Victoria in the southern hemisphere. And you might be sat there going, oh, but why why are deserts found at 30 degrees north and south and this is when we need to link back to global atmospheric circulation and we need to think of the Hadley cell. So the Hadley cell is a movement of air between the equator and the tropics and what happens is at the equator we have a high intensity of sunlight which gives off hot temperatures and we have a lot of warm air. This air rises, creating an area of low pressure at the equator, hence why we get tropical rainforest there. As this air rises, it cools, condenses and forms the clouds, but then not all of this air forms clouds. It reaches the edges of the atmosphere and it spreads north and south. And as this air is in the atmosphere spreading north and south, it is becoming cooler and denser until it reaches around 30 degrees north and south of the equator where this dense air will start to sink. As this sinks it creates an area of high pressure at around 30 degrees north and south of the equator. This high pressure means that the um, clouds will not form so you will get dry conditions. The deserts, the hot deserts get the high temperatures due to their location on earth meaning they receive a high concentration of sunlight but the fact it's high pressure is why it is so dry. So we've discussed the characteristics of the climate already with very very dry conditions less than 250 millimetres of rainfall but the temperatures in deserts in hot deserts can fluctuate and have a really large range. In the daytimes in the summers they can reach in excess of 50 degrees celsius and when night times at winter temperatures can drop below freezing due to the lack of cloud cover due to the high pressure. So that is the climate, very hot, very dry and deserts are located along the 30 degrees north and south lines of latitude. So when we think about the desert and what life is like there, this is all driven by the climate of being very very hot and dry. What this has created is a very coarse, sandy and loose soil. This soil is very infertile and it doesn't really support the growth of vegetation. Vegetation in the desert is very sparse due to the lack of rainfall and the poor quality soil. 
Um, the animals in deserts, you find a range of animals and they are adapted in multiple different ways. For example, from storing fat in humps of cows so that can go long periods without food, to being nocturnal in order to only climb at night when temperatures are cooler. So when we're thinking about adaptations, the two challenges that animals and plants face in the desert is the high temperatures of reaching 50 degrees and the lack of rainfall of less than 250 millimetres. So when we think about plants, vegetation, our example is the saguaro cactus. And the saguaro cactus has adapted by having long and shallow roots. These roots allow the cactus to access infrequent rainwater from a large surface area before the water evaporates. The stem of the saguaro cactus can also expand. As this stem expands, it allows the cactus to store up to five tons of water within it. This means that the cactus will survive long periods of dry conditions with low rainfall. Also, the spines of the cactus, not the spikes, they're spines, allow rainwater not to gather on any leaves. This means rainwater will enter the cactus through the roots. This is important as if the rainwater was to gather on leaves, it would quickly evaporate in the intensity of the desert and the cactus would not be able to um, absorb the nutrients. So that is the saguaro cactus long shallow roots and it can store up to five tons of water in the stem. We then have animal adaptations and our example is the camel. Um, first things first, camels do not store water in their humps. Camels, camels store fat in their humps. This gives the camel energy and allows the camel to go long periods of time without eating which is vital in the desert due to food sources of plants being very sparse. Camels have long, thick, double eyelashes in order to prevent sand blowing in their eyes. Camels have adapted by having wide padded feet. This means the camel will not sink when it's walking along sand dunes and the pads will prevent the feet from burning on the warm sand. And camels, they can regulate their body temperature, which means they do not lose water through perspiration, so they don't sweat. This means they can go a long time without drinking water. Um, so we've looked at where deserts are located. So located around 30 degrees north and south of the equator. We've looked at the climate of hot deserts being very hot with temperatures reaching 50 degrees in the summer and very dry with a lack of 250 millimetres of rainfall per year and then we've just discussed how the saguaro cactus and the camel have adapted to deal and survive in these harsh conditions of very high and wide-ranging temperatures and a lack of rainfall. I hope you've enjoyed this latest podcast looking at deserts and don't forget to like and subscribe to Mayfield Geography Podcast to stay up to date with our latest episodes. Have a great day and remember geography rocks. Thank you.